final wire, don't you? Well, you know, it's like the old saying, um, if you're early, you're on time. But if you're on time, you're late. You're late. If you're not 10 minutes early, you're 10 minutes late. This is why just am I your friend? Uh, well, I don't know if I want to admit that publicly, but, you know, Eric Corey. <laughs> okay, aside from that, do you know I have to treat you with affirmative action gloves in this case? Please do. I, I've uh, no, wanted- no, 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 no. You don't want to be. That's an insult. Being treated with affirmative action means there's something about you. Now, in the traditional sense, it means uh, you, you have a trait that you were born with that everyone has to because and then you're oppressed and therefore society has to lower standards for you because you're disadvantaged. You cannot under your own steam due to no fault of your own cannot perform at a certain level though for you need a little bit of a leg. A handicap. It's like a golf handicap, right? Follow me so far? Sure. I if there's time okay. for a very quick story, I'll get that. Oh, is this why you're you're late? Oh no, no, this is just a story oh, where I, I genuinely was like I benefited from affirmative action one time. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, you're benefiting again because do you know? Have you noticed how we have baseball game starting times when you're on the air? Is that true? It's not ten thirty. You know, baseball they have weird starting times. Well, you're a baseball fan. Why do they do that? Why is it like seven oh six they start? Why do they do it like that? Well, first of all, I'm done with the sports ball. Thank you, Corona. Right. And two, right. with with baseball, they always. Uh, they put in a couple of minutes before the game because they have to sing the national anthem. And sometimes they sing two anthems if it involves. A oh Canadian yeah. If thing. Canada's playing. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I suppose. Uh, no, the, the, the affirmative action that I have to do for you is because your trait, which you weren't born, born with, it's a choice is you like to come under the wire. So I have to give a baseball time to start the podcast because you you will come in right at those like, well, I don't want to just go, hey, I said everybody Chad was going to be here, but he's not. You come in right at the end of the wire all the time. But I have to have that insurance policy. Just oh, well, oh. I saw I saw it said it started at 1035. So I thought I would come at 1029. That's, that's solely because of you. That is solely because of you. So it, it's what we go on the time I say, not the time that it starts at officially. Yeah, you you just really making me feel so special. Like doing just, something that's me. what friends do. At least asshole consultants. They say, hey, 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 what's this? What's this you? Uh, well, I say this not like I actually mean this. This is not an ironic statement. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that you gave me 30 minutes notice this time as opposed to yes. like, you know, right there. So I'm, I'm, I'm learning. Grateful. Oh, it's so sad. It's, it's like to admit that I'm wrong and society is right. But I have uh, there's this. Uh, a couple that go hang out and have dinner with every once in a while. And it's, I'm just in time inventory management mind where it's like, what's in front of me? What's in front of me? Bang, bang, bang. Let's oh, get yeah. it out. Let's knock it out. And then it boom, boom, done. I went through my checklist. All right, everybody, let's go play. Every, I am the only one that I know like that. Now I know when I invited these people, I get them like three days heads up and they could make it as opposed to like, mm-hmm. Hey, what do you guys want to do now? And uh, so, yes, I, if I take the time to give my friends a little bit of a heads up, they're more able to attend, not not for lack of one, but they're more able to attend. And so I have to admit I was wrong. So what was your good story that you wanted to share? Uh, I'd say it's more amusing than anything. So in between my uh, first and second year of getting my MBA, which, mm-hmm. of course, you should never do full time. Um, so this was before Zoom and, you know, Skype wasn't really that big back then and all this. Um 
I ended up interviewing for over the phone, interviewing for an internship at a bank in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I got the position. And then uh, after it was over and I came back to grad school, somebody who I became friends with on the inside told me, yeah, they basically did that because they needed to hire a non-Mormon person as an intern. So you you were the one they selected who wasn't is, Mormon. But is, is, Mormon, is Mormon really a, a protected class? I, like well, now we're no. starting to get in religion. Is that is that a disadvantaged group? Well, the... It's it's may not be disadvantaged, although Christians sure take a lot of shit. Right. But no, I was just thinking like you know I went to a Catholic graduate school, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know who it was that was making this decree, but they were like, look, we can't just hire, you know, college kids from BYU, Utah, and most of them are Mormon. Sure. I think they felt like they wanted to have somebody they were sure wasn't Mormon just for that one summer. I didn't first get a full time off. First, like maybe diversity of thought. Yeah. Okay. Now it was internal audit. I doubt they needed that much diversity of thought, but I just thought it was funny because I did receive confirmation that I, that was one of the reasons I got hired. It's so, it's, I know it's a benefit for you, but it's so wrong and so insulting to the individual. If you think about it, that, Oh, you didn't hire me because I busted my ass off going to school for four to six years or the knowledge or the skill or everything I invested in. No, you hired me because whatever you were Catholic or you happen to be black or Hispanic or theme. That's, I mean, for people to, I know most other people are like, Oh, free, give me that handouts. All right. But the to the more couth, the intellectually couth individual who's just the slightest bit of philosopher, that's got to be a slap in your face. Yeah, you know, hey, Juan's in, Juan's in the, Juan, what would it be like? Oh, we hired you not because you're the best Mustang mechanic in the yeah. Bay Area, we hired you because you're Hispanic. I got it's got to piss me a little bit, I'd imagine. I mean. I knew I wasn't going to take this job and move to Salt Lake City full time. I just I wanted to put something on the resume, check out a new city for three months. I never even gave it a second thought. All I mean, probably because they told the person told me about it when I was done with the internship and I was back in South Bend. But no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, didn't you didn't like Salt Lake City? Oh, I loved it. Salt Lake was freaking awesome. Why don't you go out there then? Um. I don't know. I'm debating whether I should be open about this. Uh, I, 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 ended up, you sell. I ended up not getting an offer, but it wasn't because of my work performance. Oh, okay. All right. So you didn't have a job offer out there. No, I, oh, I, okay. I did okay. something which rendered me unhirable. You banged the CEO's daughter. In which I, banged, case- I banged my boss. You're kidding. Not kidding. Oh, dude, you sewing up in my estimation. That is so awesome. It's 10 that years is, ago. I know, but it's that is awesome, man. That's great. I mean, that's that's like banging your babysitter when you're older or banging the hot teacher that you had. That it's is actually, that that's up there. Well, the, the reason why it was particularly easy, one, she was pretty good looking. Two, she was not a Mormon. And three, she was only like a year older than me. And from the outset, I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not going to seek a job here. So <laughs> so um, now we could go have fun. <laughs> yeah. And unfortunately, they got the bank got wind of it. And then my career services got it got notified about this. And then they brought me in. They're like, how could you do that? And I was like, hey, it's none of your business what I do, dude. Yeah. Good, good answer. Dude, you really just went up in my estimate. I mean, you're already pretty highly ranked, but that's all. You know who also is very proud of you right now? Atham. Atham. Atham is yeah. like, hey, good going, man. 
That's uh, he would have. Dude, this was got to be fair. This was ten years ago. I think I was a lot cooler back then. But man, that was a fun summer. Was, very, I bet it was. I bet very it was. easy to hook up in Salt Lake City if you're not Mormon and you're a dude. Very easy. Really? That's how you get to girls. Yeah, at least my yeah. experience. Okay, well, it was ten years ago. Ten years ago, uh, John Steele said New York was an easy place to get girls. Twenty years ago, Chicago was. So, and remember, this was pre-dating apps, so that probably changed. But yeah, yeah. yeah so. Um, hang on. I, you know, the Napier was going to come on and I got a question for you guys, but I'm going to maybe wait for him to come on. Um, that's about it. Anyway, any excitement over in the Chicago world or the Elkins world? Let's see. It's Tuesday. Nothing too exciting right now. It has been that malaise, hasn't it? No. I, I just talked to my old man on the phone. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, absolutely nothing. It's just work. Cause is it humid out where you are right now? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can't. Yeah, you can't go outside. I don't want to. It's just. It's nuts. It's like living in a, uh, like a, like either the the North Pole or living on some kind of you know moon base where you're never allowed to go outside because the, the the environment is so harsh. And he's like, oh, what do you what do you got going on? I'm like, nothing. It's work. It's boring me. I had a. Uh, a good podcast this morning with modern life, John, you know, or modern life dating, John, you know, modern life, John, I know, so, John, you know, John. all right. So I, he's, he's goofy and I, but he's, and, so he's got a seminar coming up and, uh, and I was like, ah, oh, God, let's, I'm going to walk. Okay, fine. He said, gave me access to it. It's not bad. He It's pretty darn good. He's got good delivery. So this goofball, you know, you know, that's right. You do know him a little bit. So this goofball you see on the internet, all of a sudden, like he's cleaned up. He's not wearing his fucking sunglasses. He looks presentable. Like what the hell? And his delivery's great. So I was like, oh, and the material wasn't bad either. But all that's all I'm doing is like, because uh, we had that seminar coming up in um, Vegas that got canceled physically, so it's going to be online. Modern Life John has a seminar. I got a seminar that I launched that's still in the experimental stages. And all it is now is marketing and doing piddly shit and links and advertise. It's just, it sucks. It sucks. So dad's like, well, can't you go anywhere? It's like, where? Can't go, you know, travel's not allowed outside the United States. I don't want to go to South Dakota again. I don't want to hop on my motorcycle again. So I've just been cooped up. I'd imagine it's the same. Yeah, I imagine it's the same for you. Yeah. You know, it's bad when I'm so tired of being in my place that I go to my office for no reason whatsoever. I'm just like, well, I feel like I'm doing something. So what I did started hanging out with the nieces again, cause they're not pissing their pants and acting like terrors. So it's, it's kind of like, okay. Uh, but it's, it's not even necessary. Cause you know what they're doing now? You know what, what they inevitable, they find this very early. Okay. But now they've upgraded. What's the first thing parents put in their little children's hands that they absolutely should not? Because basically parents don't want to deal with their kids. I'm hoping you're not going to say cell phone. Tablet. Worse than a cell oh, phone. Tablet. A tablet. Yeah, yeah, tablet. So they're, so now they've learned to get the television going on. You know what they spend most of their time doing? Uh, watching TV on the tablet. Watching or... on the TV, yeah. right? So you kind of exist around them, you know, but it's a different environment. And so mm-hmm. you can... You can uh, I don't know. It's just not my house. It's amazing what somebody else's house will do for you. We're like, hey, it's not my house. So my nephew, almost three, he's a little on the hyperactive side. Uh, and really the only thing you can do to make him like sit still for a minute is just put a phone with cartoons in front of him or just turn on the TV. Sure. But of course, my sister and brother and all are like, we're trying to limit screen time, which I don't blame him for. But it's like the only thing that works. 
did did the kid ever get spanked yet? Or is that going to be, no, we can't spank? Well, not since I've visited, but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. I just haven't right. seen it. No, yeah. I've, I've witnessed uh, enough generations of little kids now, and they start to spur off into not normal behavior land. If I don't care what Stefan Molyneux says. I was going <laughs> to mention that. I don't care. Okay, not everyone has a, a genius daughter, nor the father around to spend that much time. I'll grant you know, so I've seen what not spanking does. Oh, fuck it, these kids are fucked in the head. They're they're fucked. They're gonna be and you got till five. You got till five before permanent damage sets in. And I'm looking, I'm like, nope, these kids are gone. They're gone because we just put the TV in front of them, the screen, no spanking. Oh my gosh, understand. We're gonna like no spank the little shit. And so I'm thinking if that's what they're doing, they're just going to throw the TV in front of the kid. You know, you're going to have your job as an uncle cut out for you to put this kid on the straight and narrow. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if this is the right thing to do and I, I have no experience with this, but they seem to, these terrible twos, you know, there's tantrums or whatever, at least mm -hmm. from what I was watching when this happened, they actually did pretty well. They just kind of ignored him. You know, he'd pitch a fit. That's good. Right. Yeah, right. he'd pitch a fit, and then he would cry himself out, yeah. and he didn't get his way, and now things are normal again. So that's good. a good trick, I guess. No, I'm I'm all for spanking kids because I think if you do it once or twice early on, no, this would presume the dad is around, and I know that's a good the theoretical. Was not available for comments. Uh, yeah, you know, so, I mean, thank Ellie, you got a nuke your your sister and husband nuclear family there, but if if you the fear of God was wait till your dad gets home. Yeah. And and that that was enough. That was enough. Because yeah, poor Ma. Like, let's do we need to go over history lesson? Do you think most of our listeners know that in the olden days, a parent would stay home to raise the kid? The kids weren't outsourced to a government finance facility. Do you think Surely most kids you, know that? You just that's well, the, back in back in the seventies. Uh, occasionally, mothers, typically the mothers, not always, would stay at home with the kids. Now. You would like to make it seem like it was just, well, that's not a real job. Feminists tell you that's not a real job. And women were just lying around, breaking out their dildos, drinking wine, and watching Phil Donahue, which was a, a predecessor to uh, uh, Oprah. But believe it or not, being a wife and a mother and a homekeeper was a hard and full-time job because you have to deal with the kids. Now, if the kids weren't paying attention and you would spank them or do whatever, you always had the ace up your sleeve that the kids weren't behaving. Who would come home? Just wait till your father gets home. Why was your dad already in a follow mood when he got back at 5.30 p.m.? Because he had to do a fucking horrible, you know, wage slave nine to five job. Or he just had to deal with corporate America. Maybe it was white collar, whatever. He <laughs> was in no mood for bullshit. So when the father came home, what was the father expecting? Well, he was expecting the house to be clean for their house be dinner. To be yeah, there might be a, yes, a dinner involved. Yes, this doesn't happen anymore. No, it doesn't. Mm -mm. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it's hilarious. I remember the year I cohabitated, where you turned into Eric Corey. I was Eric Corey. Thinking, I remember Eric Corey. Yeah, I was just thinking. You know, I come home and she's not been doing anything all day, and shit's not clean. There's nothing ready. I'm like, why am I doing this? The um. The day we leave for South Dakota, the GF may just go housewifey. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't be too bad. 
Well, it wouldn't be, but you know, now, now I got to manage that where it's like, all right, I expect you're not lying around here watching the Oprah show or whatever's on now. There's going to be an effing meal and the place is going to be clean and you better do 90% of that in lingerie, whether I'm here or not. You know, it's, it's kind of, you know, there's no, there's no, oh, I made it now. Now I can relent. And I'm, I think she's fully aware of that. Um, but just the concept, like you'd get home to a meal. Hmm. Like when's the last time that happened to you? Not, not made by your mother or your sister. Like a gal you were dating when you came in, there was like a meal. 2005, maybe. Okay. 15 years ago, huh? That, you know, maybe our listeners will disagree. This just doesn't happen anymore. You know, no, like it doesn't the, happen. The closest I came was somebody I was dating, um, way earlier in the year she knew i was before covid like she knew i was like a little stressed because it was february and i was really doing a bunch of work she came by with the popeye's chicken biscuits to my office unannounced to me that's kind of nice it was very nice Nice. it's like that's almost the equivalent you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) well you're at work so yeah Yeah. but this this would happen pretty much every day Sometime. Yeah. Now, sometimes I'm glad everyone's sitting down. You know what the wife would do before the man went to work at time? Um. Well, a lot of things. Uh, well, okay. Well, certainly. But before the guy left, there's the key. Before the guy left, what would some women do? Some of them would make breakfast. But does that ever happen? No. That. Well, they would make breakfast for the family. But before the kids and the dad would leave, the kids would go to school, the dad would leave for work. What would the moms and the wives do to their family? Well, not to, for their family members. Jeez, if it's not breakfast, uh, make lunch for the family members? Lunch. Oh, yeah, to take? Yeah. Now, I know all you degenerate douchebag millennial Gen X and, and Gen Z parents think it's the taxpayer's responsibility to feed your children. But in the olden days, parents would feed their own fucking kid. I know you're a bunch of parasites and you just want to come in her pussy. And ladies, you just want to have a child, not raise one. So that's why me and Chad and other hardworking non-parasitic Americans pay the extra taxes to feed the kids that aren't ours. <clears throat> but in the olden days, when women were worthless and horrible and impressed, women would make their own, they would feed their own children a lunch. You get, do you remember lunch boxes? I do. I had a yeah. Duke's of Hazard one. You have a Duke's of Hazard one? Well, I had one growing up. And yeah. you, can't, you can't walk around with a car with the Confederate flag on the top. Yeah, I'll watch me. Watch me. I'll walk. If it's a Duke's of Hazard box, I'd be a, most cool people. You'd be cool with that. Uh, you'd get sent home, and there'd be some Yahoo article. Eight year old sent home. Sent home carrying Confederate flags. Yeah. Suspect that's exactly of, that would happen. Suspect of trying to kill his good friend Bob, who's black. You know, it's like Bob. We mentioned he's six head. years old, you know. So. <clears throat> no. Um, so before that, the, the mothers did a lot of things. Completely different world now. But to speak to your thing, uh, it is not, there's nothing to disagree about. Women don't cook anymore. Do you know where most women get their nutrition from? Probably like fast food or going out, right? Yeah. They don't make their own food. Women can't cook anymore. It doesn't happen. It just absolutely doesn't happen. That's why they're going out for their flirtinis. Seriously, I'm sure there are women could cook, no doubt about it. But women, they wanted to become men, did they not? <clears throat> 
I mean, that's what the feminists tried to that's get. What, no, no, that they they succeeded, and most women now want to go have a career. Look at polling dad; that's what they want to do. Okay, now is there someone home to make dinner, or now women going to school, going into debt? burning themselves out, getting a career, getting an MBA. Do women suffer the same commute as men? I mean, not exactly, but yeah. they don't, they don't. Well, hold on. Could you repeat that question? I think, um, do women suffer the same traffic as men or do women oh, yeah. have a magic highway system? We don't know about where they don't yeah. suffer. Commute? Okay. No, do no, they no, have, okay. Do they have to pay for parking? Yeah. Do they have to walk to the cubicle? Yeah, although get, them have, getting exercise would be good because they don't. Do they have to sit in stupid meetings that have nothing to do with their job? I mean, even when you work from home, you have to have stupid meetings if you're okay. working. And, and the older, right, right, right. Yeah. Do they have boss the same bosses as guys do? Yeah, probably they go. Do they, nice do they suffer then. the afternoon rush hour home? <laughs> yeah. So they have the same time that men do, amount of free time and committed time. So what? You think they're going to make, then they get home, they're going to make dinner and they're going to make breakfast? No, there's no way they're going to, they're totally going to outsource it. So you don't have lunch boxes. Got You go You go for lunch, you get your lunch break, you get the, the food truck. We're going to the food truck. Oh my goodness. I hate food trucks. <clears throat> That's what, so there's no, no way, well, okay, not no. Very few women know how to cook anymore because there's been no call for it. They don't have the time. They don't even feed their own damn kids, Chad. I can understand you don't like your douchebag husband. Fine. Some guys are dicks. But your own fucking kids. You, you women won't feed your own fucking kids. I understand because at the time it's more efficient. Pay the extra taxes. And thankfully you women are because thank God you're working to pay taxes to finance all this stuff. But you're sending your kids to be fed by a government. By the local county or city. Go- fine. Fine. But no, they don't know how to cook. That's not, that's not an opinion. Guys, chat room, type in the last year. I'm not even saying, I guarantee it's going to be years. Type in the last year a woman cooked for you. I mean, that, I'd be, I bet you you're not going to see anything more recent than 2010. Guarantee you it's at least 10 years ago. Maybe more recent than that, but I mean, your point stands that this is just not a thing anymore. I bet you. I bet you most people are going to say never because we got a fair amount of youngins here. This is the older brother podcast. <clears throat> we should call it the ancient history podcast where, you know, there were traditional families and you had your dad around. But, you have uh, a few people. I mean, even I had someone cook me dinner in 2013, but that was long before the cuddle books and, and similar. Yeah, no, it, it, it can happen, but we're older. I bet you some of these younger guys, they've never had a gal, a gal cook from. I bet you if you're under 30, the vast majority of men have never had something cooked for them. No, we're getting different answers here. You know, 2016, 2013, things like that. I mean, I think what the deal is, it's it happens like maybe once or twice in a year on your birthday or something. Right. But, you know, more relevant is the fact that how many times has it happened in the last five, 10 years? Not a lot. Or, or the fact that you had a tradition, and I would almost say a, a meditation, uh, not a conscious one, or maybe meditation is too strong a word. You had a tradition where the family would sit down, and this reinforced you know, love for your family or interest in each member of the family. Oh, hello, Jimmy. How was school? Oh, hello, Jessica. Did you have a fun time at daycare today? That kind of thing. Uh, you know, The wife and husband would talk. Is it? That's all gone. You don't have that every night. That's completely wiped out now. Somebody had a funny comment. Um, 
Does it count if your mother cooks for you? No, no, it cannot be your mother. Oh, okay. Because then, then all oh, the boomer women, they, they kick that, that feminist stuff to the curb when it comes to like Thanksgiving and Christmas and come home, please come home. It's like, oh, where was this in 1981? What was this? I thought yeah. we had, I thought we had to go to college and, and do you remember Swanson, uh, pot pies? Yes. Do you ever have, I mean, pies. those were exciting. We had a pot pie. Oh my God. A I, do, I remember those, but man, I didn't want to eat them that much. <laughs> After a while, you didn't want to eat them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and in all fairness to my mom, my mom did stay home for a while and did bake and, and do some things. Uh, but after, after careers started coming in, it was kind of like, what happened? And, you know, as little kids, you were like, no, I want to watch Knight Rider or TV. So you were okay with it because you're sick of these people by that time. But that is now lost. And as an older man, I can see the wisdom of having a, a, a regular dinner and a meal cooked by someone. I don't care if it's the stay-at-home dad or the mom, but somebody cooks an effing meal every night. It helps your psychology, helps your health, helps your love and your family integrity. We don't, we don't need that. We got, we got student, uh, student counselors. We have, we have uh, guidance counselors at the schools and teachers, so we're all good with that. Hmm. And we're getting back to that. So the dad would go work. He'd come back, and he was not in a happy mood. <clears throat> and if you were effing around, what would your dad do? Well, he—I'm not going to say you know, <laughs> paddle your ass or you know punish you with a belt, but he wouldn't be too happy, and you'd have to deal with it. Yeah, and he would spank the shit out of you if you. And <laughs> then all the mom though had to do is like, "Do you want me to call?" Oh, that was bad. Did your mom ever threaten to call your dad at work? Oh, now we we never had that happen, but I, it would. Yeah, and if your dad had to come home in the middle of the day, you were dead. You were effing dead, man. There was no, oh, no, 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 no. Mm. But now we don't need that because fathers aren't necessary. We'll just have a timeout. Plus, fathers are never really available to comment on anything anyway. Uh, You don't need no, you don't need no man fish bicycle. Government check will take care of all of it. (laughs) Want to do some super chats then? We only have one or two. Um, two. 1985 NBC 499. Asia in the field just contributing to the cause. Keep the chatter coming, fellas. Thanks a lot, dude. Thanks a lot. Yeah, by the way, we got 64 people. This is not the main, this is not the flagship channel, it's the older brother channel. But if you have not subscribed, <clears throat> now that I'm done with a ton of other projects I've been working on, we're going to get back to a more regular schedule here. But subscribe to this. Also, a lot of you have been emailing me saying, oh, I didn't know, YouTube didn't notify me. I don't control that, guys. So the deal is to resubscribe again, I guess. Uh, YouTube is always fucking with shit. So, you know, subscribe here and subscribe there. And I'll always put the notifications out on Twitter or Facebook, but I I, I don't control that um, if you don't get an email. Um, and then Adriano Ramos for $2 Australian. No Popeye stores in Australia. Why? I, I don't know. I, I see know. KFCs in different countries, but I don't think I've ever seen Popeye's. Yeah, I I have no idea why. You hear about KFC? No, what are they doing now? Uh, I got it here. This is from the Times Live. Uh, KFC pauses finger licking good slogan. Says it doesn't feel right. <laughs> I the previous I had to look this up because you want to make sure. So there was a previous article in March of 2020. You know what? Four months ago. Yeah. And, and this is the problem with the internet and quote modern day journalism is if anybody's offended, they'll run with it. Whereas in the olden days, it actually had to be newsworthy. So some twat on the internet, male or female, 
complained saying that in today's a Karen, a coronavirus, we shouldn't be saying finger licking good. It's unhealthy. It's unsanitary. And they, they collapsed. <clears throat> they collapsed to this. They acquiesced. Kentucky Fried Chicken is temporarily suspending its longtime advertising slogan. It's finger licking good, calling it inappropriate. And the current COVID-19 pandemic situation. Chad, how do you eat Kentucky Fried Chicken? I mean, I eat it with my fingers usually, and they often taste good after I've hit the fried chicken. It's you're, It doesn't matter. <laughs> or maybe these people can just fuck off and die. I'm just waiting for the day one of these corporations, they don't have to say fuck off. They'd be great if they did. They just don't respond, and they keep on going. <clears throat> or just like they're, you get kind of a, you know, they got a spokes guy. He comes in and says, yeah, it's pretty stupid. We're not going to do that. Like, I make the greatest spokesman ever because you just send me out there. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's dumb. We're not doing that. Yeah. People like, we, 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 you know, we're not political. We're here to take your money and give you a good product and service as much as we possibly can. That's it. That has mm. nothing to do with our business operations. Uh, you know, you can eat KFC with gloves if you'd like, you know, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's still finger looking good. Yeah. And then. <clears throat> All I want is all the money they pay on uh, diversity and inclusion oh, or a CSR department. I want, I want the tens of millions of dollars they spend unnecessarily on that department. Just give it to me I'll t for half. I'll come into your corporation. I'll take care of it for you. And, uh, but I don't know why Popeye's. But they're uh, in an heroin face mask and hand washing have become the norm. And health officials are recommending people stop touching their faces. KFC said the slogan doesn't feel quite right. The slogan used on and off by the Yum Brands Incorporated owned chain for 64 years has been paused in advertising globally since Monday and will reappear when the time is right, the company said in a press release. The restaurant chain unveiled a short clip of the UK buckets with the finger licking words blurred out from its operations. Really? Chain pulled one of the average featuring catchphrase. There you go. That's that's what it did. Not that I'm a big fan of KFC, but they what did take a knee? They acquiesced. They collapsed. I don't know. Um. So we got another one here from Doctor Khan blog. Uh, yep. Burger King for two bucks. Burger King is called Hungry Jacks in Australia. It's called Burger Queen in Britain, I think. Burger Queen. Well, I guess they have the Queen, right? Yeah. So I think I could be totally off on that, but I thought okay. it was called that. Yeah. Well, I remember the days you could eat there. Yeah. And that it, was those are some good times, man. Great time. <laughs> I wish I I wish I pre well, you could slam a Mountain Dew, then go out and play, and you'd be perfectly. You'd still have a six pack as a kid. Oh, I, too much awesomeness to even think I, about. I know. I know. Now I, uh, I our our uh, buddy we have in common. Um. Uh, our dentist buddy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he visited, right? And we took yeah. him to this restaurant where uh, I thought it was like a healthy eating guy. So then he orders like the, the palate, not the plate, the palate of super nachos. Ooh. And I've never seen it. And it comes out. It was, it was like about a foot and a half circle. Like it put, it came on a pizza pan tray. Yeah. Just my, so he ate, I think a fifth of it. And I'm like, look at it, all this food to be wasted. I said, are you going to take that home? I said, oh, no, I couldn't finish this. He's like, go ahead, take it. And you know what I did? You took it home. I took it home. I put extra jalapenos and diced onions and pulled chicken on it, and I doused that fucker with a ton of hot sauce, and I ate it. It was absolutely horrible for me, but it tasted great. 
It was wonderful. Lasted two whole meals. You got to uh, do that sometimes. Yep. Yep. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. <clears throat> yeah. But, I, I was chatting yeah. with him yesterday. He said that you had a good time that, you know, he had a great time and that you were mm-hmm. re- relatively calm. So I thought oh, I was tired. Yep. It was a long yeah. weekend. It was a good weekend, mm-hmm. but a long weekend. So, um, but now I get to, I get to go back. I already hit the gym yesterday. Nice. Yeah. So I hit the gym and uh, I'm going to hit the gym today again. I tried running in 101 heat index. Um, so that was the temperature. And then it was like one in the afternoon where there wasn't a cloud in the sky. That did not go so well yesterday. You ever you ever go running and you got a nice breeze? Yes. You, you realize the only reason you have a breeze is because you're running into an already gentle wind. And then when you run back, the wind runs your exact speed. So there's no air and you might as well die at that point. That's kind of what happened yesterday. And then there was, you, you know, you, you can run in the shade for some of the run, but when you're not in the right. shade and it's that hot, oh, man. Can you not go to a, a gym or the treadmill's not available? I can, you know, it's a couple blocks from where I live behind the grocery store. I, I went in there a couple times. It's just, ugh, I'd rather not. No. I mean, they make you at least pretend to put your face mask on while you're on a treadmill. Some dude told me to put it up on my face. And I just gave him the middle finger. So, you know, I'm not going to the gym. Yeah, right no, I, I went. But thankfully, the gym I go to, you got to wear it while you walk in. And you immediately take it off. <clears throat> so you oh, they don't do wear that. For- uh, do you get a temperature check? No. In yours? They do that with the one. So I, yeah. I go in and everyone's there. And it's kind of been nice. It's, of course, I go in the middle of the day when it's not busy. But, um, but you, you I don't run know. outside a lot of the time, don't you? Not in this heat. No, it's pissing oh. me off. If anything, there's a couple because I'm near the river. Uh, not the Mississippi, the St. Croix. Atham, look mm. it up. The borders, the St. Croix and the Mississippi. The Mississippi does not hit the St. Croix and become the border. Yeah, Saint look, Croix look, River. At, look at uh, Afton, Minnesota. Afton? Afton, Minnesota. That is not the Mississippi River. That is the St. Croix. The Mississippi doesn't hit the Afton, or I'm sorry, the St. Croix until south in Hastings or Prescott. Nice little town, Minnesota. Yeah, it's, I don't live in Afton proper, but anyway, so there's a yeah, there's a ton of trees and shade by the river, and that's why I haven't been running walking because you can't even bother running in it. it it's that humid and, and miserable out here. You have to drive to get there. It looks like, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. of parks. Yeah, and you can. There's all these little parks and hamlets along the river, so you can. You know, Prescott's got some trails and some hiking paths. Oh, um, dude, that's in Wisconsin. Are you? Is that or that's right across from the border, Wisconsin? Right across from our border. Yeah, Prescott's yeah. across the border. Nice. That that's kind of my new hangout area now. Soon. Um, yep. Soon, but I'll have <laughs> problems and I'll have to move. Uh, but Man. no, I I just go where there's a lot of shades and trees and forest. Uh, even that's kind of miserable. Uh, so the running and this has this summer has been very humid, and annoying as fuck. And I cannot wait to get to South Dakota because it is nowhere near as humid out there. So here it jumped immediately from like early spring where it's still chilly outside to mm-hmm. just hot ass summer. Like we didn't really have a month of any good weather here. Yeah. When you got that pavement effect, I mean, that is just stifling in Chicago. I remember Concrete that. jungle. Oh, it's horrible. Horrible. Uh, <laughs> so we got another one. Renato Elias. Oh, um, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, you just jumped to sell uh, uh, a oh, celebrity. Dre. All right. Oh. Let me set the table for Dre. So Dre, who is very tall, 
and um, does well with the ladies because he's six foot two. Right, and well endowed. And well endowed. Uh, for two dollars, he mentions Red Bull is the only company that rejected SJWs. Is that true? Did they That's true. Something? Yep, because they're an Austrian company, so we're not doing this shit. Good for them. Why Good am I? Them. You know, dude, I'm not even. If that's true, forget these. I'm gonna drink Red Bull. Those this are is horrible. A, they they are. How, <laughs> we all how have can, our little bison. But how can you drink a full? Like the thing I like about Red Bull is the small can. Like it can get by with a little bit of that. That thing is taxing your kidneys. Yeah, you know what the issue is that I just don't like to drink coffee. So when mm-hmm. I want a lot of caffeine, it's you know Red Bull or this. I, I just don't like coffee. I don't blame you. I, I, I've learned to like it. Uh, but there are better ways to get caffeine than this. I'll fully admit. Yeah. <clears throat> those ice waters are pretty good. The caffeinated ice. ice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are good. They, those taste 70. good. This yep. has double the caffeine. That's the only thing. But, yeah, those taste yeah, good. Yeah, and, and Lord knows what a diesel fuel and whatever else to make your, your, your pancreas go. It's you awful, know. yeah. It's all and with pancreas powder. Your pancreas will increase production of whatever a pancreas creates, giving you more energy if you drink. I mean, that thing, the thing's as big as you. Yeah. You know, the only thing is I really hate the way Red Bull tastes. Even the different varieties they have. There's like pear Red Bulls. It tastes like ass. I know. It tastes yeah. like ass. But I, I I prefer coffee over it. And every once in a while, they're like, yeah, I could drink a Red Bull. Uh, but because, and the main reason I drink a Red Bull isn't because every other option is like the one liter. Yeah. Thing. I'm like, dude, I'm not a truck driver who's been up 20 hours and still has 500 miles to go. I, I just, yeah, just a little one would be just fine. Well, All his right. question, his question was um, for five. What is that? Euros. Um, random question. Mr. Celery are Celery. gold and silver rings a good choice for storing precious metals. Would you recommend any format or amount? Cheers. You've talked about this. I have. It's not the worst idea. Uh, and in India, what they will do is they will get um, somewhat nice ornate looking necklaces and they're beaded, but they're gold beads or silver beads, but typically gold. And they're all measured to be like one ounce or something. So they're exchangeable and divisible. And I think for a while they were doing that to like kind of cross the border, like, oh, it's just my jewelry. Uh, but there was a very monetary economic reason and value for that. Um, but what you don't want is ornate shit with gemstones in them, like a basic yeah. band for a guy. You're not paying that much for aesthetics. If you want to just get a standard gold chain, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, absolutely, nothing nothing wrong with that. Because, you know, technically there's more economic utilitarian value to that. My silver, I don't own any jewelry. My my one ring, which wasn't even precious metals, got stolen uh, because of a douchebag I know. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, if, if you got some golded silver, you want to wear a nice silver chain or a nice gold chain, absolutely. Go ahead and wear it. That's There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it just part- might lose 10, 15% of its value if you have to hawk it. Quick follow-up to this because mm-hmm. there's no super chat. Uh, $1.99, Redstorm117. Where can mm-hmm. I get gold and silver? Or sulfur. Sulfur? Sulfur. Oh, yeah. Sulfur. Well, okay. Sulfur, you go to sulfur mines. uh, Or if you don't want to travel to a sulfur mine, you go to the store and you get a big box of of matches. And you just cut off the tips of the matches and you get some sulfur there. Um, But gold and silver, you you know what? MN Goldbuyer. I'll recommend it. Here, MN Goldbuyer. This is my buddy. Well, you used to have a sponsor years ago, didn't you? 
Uh, no, that was what was that? That Precious was Mouse. yeah, it was Precious Mouse. That was another company, and the guy who owned it was really good, great guy. Nothing wrong with them, but you know, I was people say, yeah, I bought some, and I'd never see the check, and then they'd have to go back. Oh yeah, here's the check. Uh, and every once in a while, they'll still send me a check. Uh, yeah. but MN Goldbuyer, uh, that's the guy I occasionally work security for. What, what you just, a, yeah. Oh, sorry. What you just said, I really got to talk to you about in a bit when we're done with this. Okay, I need, no, I need your advice. <clears throat> anyway, so a red storm, you can, you can go to that site. He'll mail you silver. I wouldn't recommend getting gold simply because it's too valuable. Uh, you want junk, you want junk silver, uh, or silver Eagles or the one ounce silver coins. Uh, that's basically, you know, but you don't have to, if you want gold, go get gold. Um, <clears throat> but you got to go through a broker like that MN gold buyer. Uh, he'll charge you, uh, obviously a commission cause he's got to make money too. If you can find a better deal, cool. You got to look up for Japanese or not Japanese, Chinese knockoffs. Um, but otherwise you can also go to your local coin dealer, see what they got for prices for silver. See, and usually you buy junk silver in a bag. Uh, that sent me back 500 bucks, like three, four months ago. Now it's worth 800. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's the best place to get silver and gold. I'd say. Okay. The best way, though, to find silver and gold is to see if it's, you know, naturally forming in your backyard. And then you tell no one and you just go mine the stuff out. <laughs> that's that's the best way to get silver and gold. But barring that, the, the other best way is, like, just go buy it uh, cheap as you can. Is that it? Yeah. We're caught up. So, uh, Yes, what? You looks like you have a question. Yes. Um so what you just said about how you were supposed to be getting commission checks or whatever um, from your guy, mm -hmm. how did one, how did that make you feel? And two, what did you do about it? And I promise I have something I need help with. It, it wasn't, <clears throat> I didn't make that much money anyway. People weren't buying billions of dollars. I mean, if anything else, and I did not, I did not assume criminality on their part. I assumed incompetence. That's yeah. what the secretary was lazy. The male guy was dumb, whatever. It was not the owner or the manager of the firm. And it certainly wasn't the guy who was my dealer. It was just like something wasn't adding up. And I knew this other guy, he'd just pay me directly and I'd be done. And the prices were similar. So in that particular case, but uh, yeah, I, I, it wasn't an issue. All these people are purposely stealing. I, I sense no maliciousness on their part. Okay. But you, however, have in your particular situation. Well, well, this is more, none of this is viciousness or anything. This is just like, I'd say laziness or incompetence, like you said. Most of the time when I do somebody's return, I have a built-in system in place where the return can't get submitted to the IRS unless they pay me first. Right. So it works out well. Lately, and I'll get into more details if you want, I've had a few situations where I had to actually do, uh, perform the service and then get paid later. Well, they haven't paid me yet. And this is really more of a new thing this year. I don't know what's going on. Why? why okay. Why did you get yourself in the situation to render services without payment? That is a great question. A um, couple reasons. The first and I always fall for this. The first is that there was a deadline where something had to get filed. Like it just had to. So I didn't collect payment. I just did it. And on good okay. faith went by, they'd pay me later. Whose fault is that? Mine. But this is yeah, why okay. I'm, but I'm trying okay. to fix this. This is why I want your opinion. And, and even All people right. in the chat, the long and short of it, 
So you do everything the right way. They pay you, you work. Mm -hmm. Just for the time being, accept that I can't do that 100% of the time. So my question is, how do you tactfully bring it up to somebody? It's like, hey, man, it's been, you know, four weeks and you haven't paid me yet because I want to do that. But a lot of times these are clients where there's they're pretty good clients and they pay a lot. So I don't want to be like too much of a dick. But this is okay. All right. Have they paid you in the past regularly before? I mean, you said they're good clients. Not all of them, but some. If it's some have paid me in the past, I don't really worry about it too much. But yeah. Okay. So then these are other, they're not good clients then. The ones you're worried about are not good clients because there's been issues in the past before. Well, some of them, they're, it's not that they're bad. They're just new. Like, the, I don't know. Okay. They're, so the young are stupid or they're, you know, whatever. Lazy. Okay. Well, you, it's, it's almost always laziness. Yeah. All right. Has you perform the service and then charge, I think, and you give advice about what to do. Is that? Yeah, hang on. Did I just clock out there? Can you hear me all right? Well, so the um, hold on one sec. Okay, we're back. The stream had suddenly stopped, but now okay. it's it's back. I just checked. Okay, yeah. the way I get to my success is I am an asshole. Yeah, most people are either assholes or they're stupid. One of the yes. two. So you got to go in there and say, where's my money? How many times have you, okay, let me, I know it's probably different. How many of these do you have outstanding right now? I have a handful and they were extremely rare. They would happen every now and then, but I've just noticed like this summer, I've got quite a handful here. What do you do? Do you email them? Do you call them? Like, okay. Have you emailed them or contacted them before about this? No, but the time okay. has come. Where, if it's time been a month, come, I want to get paid. It's a month. I would yeah. call them, say, "Hey, I need my money." Right? I, I, I wouldn't even email. Don't email. Call them. I'd like to do this tactfully if I can. So that's why I need some help. Well, then write a very well scripted email, saying, "Hey, I need the money. I render these services." You know, and an email would at least establish a track record. Mm-hmm. So that'd be the very, your first step. If you don't hear from them, then which has happened, then yeah. you send another email. Mm-hmm. All right. And then if you don't hear from, them, then what I would do is you call them up and say, You're either going to pay me or I'm going to lawyer. I'm dragging you to a small claims court. I don't, what are they, what they, that's pretty aggressive. Them. They're trying that's... to steal money from you. That's what it is. These people are dipshits if or they're been... evil. Well, if it had been six months and I'd, re- well, okay, three months and I've repeatedly warned them, then yes, that's when I would bring that up. But I don't okay. know about like in a second email, but company. I mean, I'm with, I'm with you in spirit. Like I, it's getting a little frustrating. Yeah. So. I, I would send them an email. I mean, the main thing is to have a legal track record. Of course. Yeah. You know, maybe on your third email, Find a lawyer. Do we know any lawyers? Do you know a lawyer? My sister's got one? a lawyer. <laughs> Good. CC her. Yes. At attorney at law. I'm CCing my lawyer on this email. Oh, shit. And then, you know, then you may have to go to small claims court uh, and threaten them with that. But, okay. I, I, man, we got to beat this nice guy out of you. This is, I mean, people don't, dude, I'm pissed over 30 fucking bucks. I gave this model who never delivered the pictures she was supposed to deliver so I could advertise books. 
I mean, that still gets out. And so now it's just like, no, 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 you get half up front. That's and when they, the upon delivery, you get the rest. I mean, I'm, I don't know where is this. Oh, I might be rude. Fuck not being, fuck them. They're being rude, not paying you. There's nothing more rude than stealing money. I suppose that's true. I guess. How long, how long are they outstanding? A month, you said? Yeah, a few of them are a month. Like it's not three months or anything, but so the filing deadline this year was, of course, July 15th. Right. And I just I had to get a couple of them filed on time. Stupidly, I'm like, yeah, pay me when you get a chance. It's been over a month. So mm-hmm. I'm just without being aggressive, I just wanted to know what a good first step is. Send good an email. First step is a friendly yeah. reminding email. I really need this money. I have my own. All right. But going forward, when someone's, oh my God, I need this done tomorrow. And she's got great yeah. tits and beautiful eyes. What do you say, Chad? Say, pay me first or say, I'm not going to do it until you pay me. And how much do you charge them? Full price. This is the day before. They're oh, already oh, late. Right, right, They're right, a yeah. bunch no, of no, fuck no. ups. I hike what do you up. charge them? I, I hike. I definitely hike that up. You definitely. double that. Pro- what well, she's got yeah. really nice tits, Chad. What do you do? Barter. No. <laughs> <laughs> Double the price. What if it's an old grammar lady? Oh, I'm on a fixed income. What do you do? What do you do? I know what happens. What do you do to these boomer fucks who don't know by the age of you triple that motherfucker. Shoot, I didn't mean to get you riled up. You seem like in a good mood. I'm pissed on two (laughs) accounts. One that you get, you're reminding me of like just the general stupidity. But a pet peeve of mine is old people. These are the old people that lectured me and sermoned me. And, oh, you got to get a job. And these boomer fucks. Oh, I'm just an old person. It's like, well, you should have the fucking wisdom and savings, huh? Do you think so, stupid grandma bitch lady? Go fuck yourself. Go see. Hopefully there's probably, maybe you could get online and do plenty of fit or um, meeting fans, you know, with your wrinkly <laughs> tits, grandma. Fuck you. You're <laughs> 75 fans. and you haven't saved up. You don't know how this works. Fuck you. I fucking hate old people like that. And then, um, now hang on. I'm not done yet. The other thing, Chad, is it's just like, Chad, when you're going to wake up? I know. When, I, know. I mean, do you like getting fucked in the ass? No, but I guess I, I'm just saying the good first step, just the very first step, if they ignore me, that's all that stuff you mentioned later. A polite email saying, I show that this is outstanding. How would you like to handle it? Is that a good right. first step? That's a good okay. first uh, I wouldn't even say, how would you like to say, I need payment. I need payment. You know, by this time. You, you, you're done, Mr. Nice Guy. How much you got outstanding on this? Like, what are you going to lose total if none of these people pay? So we're not quite at four figures, but there's some substantial fees. Okay. I'd really so like to get several paid. several hundred dollars. Now, maybe maybe your stress and anger isn't worth a sub thousand dollar bit of revenue. No, but it does piss me off. It, okay, it pisses you off. <clears throat> so I mean, make whatever means you can collect it. If not, um, I don't know. File something with the credit bureaus, whatever. How much you yeah. want to torture and paint them doesn't matter. You know what? Learn your lesson. But for God's fucking sake, learn your lesson. I don't care if it's a quadriplegic, herpes infested, widowed single mom veteran from Vietnam. I don't give a shit. If the bitch comes in the day before on what is already an extended filing date. That is a bad fucking person who needs to pay. Okay, because 
earlier because there's one or two cases like this if they've right. been reliable before you know on business that means i can, i allowed flexibility in terms of at least letting him know about it before getting pissed right right because some people they could honestly have forgotten that's why i was they, asking and they their did. Track record? yeah i don't okay. think this is evil intent i think it's just they forgot or laziness mainly laziness and those guys can say hey just a, sh a short email hey you haven't paid me yet. I need, I need to get paid for their filing. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then for those that don't pay after you've reminded them two or three times, when they come to you again, say, yeah, when you pay me this plus a hundred dollars interest, I'll take your case. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. and you know what? When the next CPA calls you up, says, Hey, I'm taking over the Johnson account. And they need the previous taxes. Do you know what you do? I'm required by law to send that to him, but oh, I still, but, but, but uh -huh. I delay because, you know, I can send it whenever the hell I want to send it. <clears throat> send it April 14th, 11.59 p.m. <laughs> Give the CPA one day to get it done. Yeah, I'll do the old, sorry, I'm so busy. I'm just getting to your oh, email man, now. You know how it goes. I'm uh, just a millennial dipshit. <laughs> I'm not as worried about, about those people. But, um, right, but I don't I, think this is worth a thousand bucks or subpar thousand bucks to get worked up about. But no, you, I, know, you, I know. You, you need to learn, man. You cannot do anything nice for anybody. You, you just can't. Yeah. Do you understand that now? I do, but you got to admit, you have to make these mistakes at least a fair amount before you really get it. Or how much am I charging for my my minimalism seminar? Hundred oh minimal that one was what six hundred or something five hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, okay? how many people are getting? Even though I told my regular listening audience this isn't for them, I'm going for a completely different audience. It's it's but if people haven't, they're new, they could take it. It's, it's not, how many people are upset? I dare charge six hundred bucks for it. Uh, you've probably been getting some feedback. Some feedback, that. yeah. Maybe maybe not hate, but you know, some people, oh my God, come on, Clary. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you exhibit A. It's going to be a $600 lesson, all right? I know you guys listen. I know you guys pay attention. I know you guys are saving your money. You don't need it. But there are other people out there in the world that you really need, they, they need to pay the cost. And I, this is the whole point of asshole consulting is that when I give my advice and people don't follow it, at least I got the money. And so this is the same thing I'm trying to point out with you, Chad. Chad, to have learned this lesson early on would have been worth $600 on this one thing, on charging uh, before you do work. Yeah, I, I do okay. that like 98% of the time. It's just, I get, yeah. You're frustrated. You're out around 600, I'd imagine, sub 1,000. One you got to waste your time. You're stressed out. It's if you can get people early on to not make these mistakes and this minimalism seminar, I'm not promoting it. Right? I'm just pointing it out. This gets you. I figured out the psychology to spend less than you make. I figured out how to unwire people's genetic programming and going into a completely new market of people who are noobs. Yes, it's worth this. But this is why. And I put it in the seminar. It's in all these books that I've written. Does this <clears throat> let's talk about here. Let's talk about this one. All right. Let's say you let's say you were a young person, you were still in high school, and you read this book. Okay. And you believed everything in the book. What is the only thing that matters going forward then? Well, using that knowledge to not fall for the trap of that you do what is said in the fucking book. And yeah. if you don't, this book is irrelevant and completely worthless.
And so you have to do. You can't just, oh, I really got, you have to do it. So going forward, are you ever going to take a free case again? Or you could pay me later case again. I want to say never, um, but I appreciate the feedback here. Sometimes in a, in a split second, sometimes I do it without even realizing I'm doing it. And that's what filing deadlines get you sometimes. And you know, you know what pisses me off is it's like, you have to be a dick. Like you're one of the nicest guys ever. You're moral, you're ethical, you want to help out people. And that's your initial reaction. But you got to get to the point to realize there are no nice people. They're only lazy people, fuck-ups, and scoundrels and scammers. That's it. And then if it's true laziness or even naivete, they still need their ass kicked. They still need to say, yeah, you know what? That's double price now. Because you well, what? I, I didn't know. Well, too bad. I know you've been busy. Whatever. I don't care if you're raising kids and you're a foster mother and you're really doing noble shit and you volunteer time down at the church or whatever. It doesn't matter, lady. You still need to file your fucking taxes. And just because they're nice or genuinely disadvantaged doesn't mean you're doing them favors, not kicking their ass and doubling the price so they learn and it stings. Yeah. It, it becomes the big problem around the filing deadlines. So in what a uh, few weeks, it's going to be October 15th, which is right. literally the last day you can submit it. And I already know what's going to happen. I'll have done people's taxes, you know, that week at the last mm-hmm. minute, given an estimate of a quote. And I'm like, hey, I need you to pay me now. Otherwise, this doesn't get filed and it gets late. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of times I've bluffed on that and filed it anyway, which I don't think I should do anymore. I'm just trying to beat a deadline. and. Yeah. Coming up. Okay. October 15th is the extension for the April 15th extended pretenders, right? Yeah. All right. So they fucked up too. Yeah. Okay. Why are you even doing extensions? You know, that's an excellent question. And um, I'll discuss this on another podcast. I made the decision to do, to make some major changes going to 2021. Okay. Cause what I would do is I'd say, okay, I do extensions, but there's a extension fee. In addition to my hourly labor costs. So if you don't have your shit to me on time, you really need to like have a conversation with each client. Like you scream, like, let me explain to you how I work. I keep my prices incredibly low compared to others. If you're a good client. And that means you understand how taxes work. I don't want you contacting me. Like you would have a cutoff. days. like, do not contact me. If it's April, go find another CPA. It is too late for you to file with me. So like you're done. Also, we say, if you come up to me April 14th and you need an extension, all right, you are going to pay a fee and you're going to pay for my hourly fee in advance for me to file come October. And that's it. I'm not taking payment later. I'm not waiting for you for October. Like, And you say, you need to get me your information by October 1st. And if you don't, I keep this deposit like a retainer or whatever you want to call it. And I, and you don't, you don't see me again. I'm not, you have to get another, write it out, get in a contract, say, read this to me, film them. And they say, all okay. get a contract. It's called an, an engagement letter where I kind of spell this out, but people just don't look at that stuff. Okay. I mean, these, these are good suggestions, and I, and I do plan to be um, – I'll tell you all about this another time or offline, okay. but I think I may have found a way with H&R Block to get rid of uh, half of the ones get, uh, get rid I'm of trying them. to get rid of. You yeah, get rid of them because yeah. I'm sick and tired of seeing you paint. Frankly, I'm not you, – you have the ability to do what I do and come hang out with me in Atham, you know, in Nevada – but because you don't tell people no 
and you're a nice guy in a doormat and a pushover, we don't get to Not see always. you. Well, 85% of the time, no. me, and, me and Atham, we, we roll some diet. Like, what are the ch- – 80%? It's uh, nah, it's not that clean, clear cut. There's just – sometimes there's things I should and should not do depending on right. the person. That What's got it – what amazes me is this year, especially with the uh, artificial extension and then when corporations file on the regular schedule, you've, you've not had a slow season. It's been pretty much year-round, hasn't it? Yeah, it's uh, 2020 has just been one big shit sandwich. I'm sure not just for me, maybe for mm-hmm. some others. Um, right. But I'm not doing this, man. 2021, totally different. I'll tell you about that more another time. But, uh, okay. Things are changing. Now watch, May 2021, Chad will be on. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. So she was a single mom and she had nice tits, but you know. <laughs> no, so there's. I'm not even going to be doing the ones anymore. They're my troublemakers. Like those will be gone. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We got some more super chats here. Okay. Black pill, Ned Stark for five bucks. Chad, do you do tax returns for truck drivers? I actually do uh, for one dude. It's really interesting because depending on the business he does, he gets W2s from different States, Mm. which means a lot of state tax returns, which means it's complicated. It's complicated, but not so complicated that I mind doing it. Um, are most of are most of them contractors? Like they got to track mileage or over yeah. the road. Ex- okay, so they're kind of like us, independent contractors predominantly. Yeah, but sometimes depending on the job, they get if they're going to say Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the company that hires them because they work for a lot of different people and they're independent contractors. That company will withhold Minnesota state taxes, even though the mm-hmm. guy lives in Illinois. So. They are contractors, but sometimes they get a W-2 anyway. They're good mm. clients. Why, why do you ask out of curiosity? Are you a truck driver? Hey, Black um, Ned Stark, call yeah. Chad on October 14th at 11.59 p.m. And say, <laughs> you leave, but you can't pay him now, but you swear, dude, you'll pay him later. <laughs> um, where was that last one? Oh, Elkins, 1985 NBC 499. Elkins, Reed never split the difference by Chris Voss. You should actually super chat me for that piece of advice. Yeah, I abs- I'll check. Have you read that? I'll check it out. I'm going to look it up right now. No, I, I, what I'm, what I'm going off of is that nobody learns without pain. That's what I'm going off of. And you've yeah. suffered an inordinate amount of pain. Maybe you just need to suffer more. So you're like, ah, fuck these people. And you view them for the resources that they are. Can I present uh, a quick story for you? I, pr- sure, I'll make I love 20, quick story. 20 yeah. seconds here. Okay. It's April 14th. They got me their stuff, you know, in, in a reasonable amount of time, three weeks mm-hmm. ago or whatever. It's It's been completed. I tell them it's been completed and I want to file it. So we do get to October 14th, you know, middle of the day or whatever. And they say, listen, I know this is the last day to file. I can't pay you right now. I just need my refund and then I'll pay you. So you're going to say, you're going to say, don't even, you, know, you don't allow that to happen. Right. So is your solution just like slam the door in their face? And I'm not being critical. I just want to know how to navigate this. Do you just no, shut no, the no. door? What, 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 what was the, uh, what was the bill? Do you remember the bill? Like what they owed you? Is this like a standard, you know, one W2, two W2s type of thing? Usually it's a little complicated. Let's just say the, the fee for this particular type of client is between three and 500 bucks. So it's not okay. Trump change. <clears throat> okay. It is if you don't file with the IRS. You have the biggest mafia enforcer behind you. That's the yeah. IRS. Yeah. You're just the messenger. Say no. 
I don't care if you got to borrow money from your family. And you can you can unload on say I'm sick of you type of people doing this to me. You got to owe the you is the fucking IRS. You have every I say no. That's a lie. You can go scrounge up four hundred bucks right now. I don't care if you got to borrow it from your mom. I don't care if you got to sell your your little your little uh, beanie baby collection. I don't care if your wife has got to go suck dick in the alley. Go fuck yourself. I guarantee. If I look through, here's another thing you could do, Chad. Say, send me your credit card statement. And then all you have to do is go through the credit card statement, highlight all the booze, all the times we went out, say, no, that's bullshit. You can't afford this. Go put it on your credit card. Go f- I don't care what you, I don't care if you got to go to the bank or get an emergency loan at the pawn store. You are paying me my fucking money, right? Okay. Because you got by the balls. And then you don't want those people ever again. That's it. You, it's like friendship or your dating life. It is ultimate, 100% determined by the quality and caliber of people that are in it. Like, so when we all go hang out at your favorite place in Chicago, and we got some cool guys, man. We got yeah. some great guys. We got Vince. We've mentioned his name before. Um, some other people we can't. Sure. And you know why I come down to Chicago? It's because these are cool guys. Mm. But it's the same thing with business. You know, like, at, you know, the, for the most part, most of my clients are honest and straight. They get to the straight dope. And if they don't, like I had this one. Did you watch the video? I had to take it down where the guy rambled for like 45 minutes. Is that the one where you were having a real tough time sticking with it? No, no, no period, no punctuation. Just ramble, mm-hmm. ramble, ramble. Yeah, I charged yeah. him a lot more. I tried not to get angry. But those that you the things, Chad, they're not human beings. They're things. Uh, and they yeah. all vote Democrat, so fuck them on top of that anyway. <laughs> No, seriously. If if you're in Chicago, like, how many of them are Republicans? You know I mean? or, or libertarians at least. Just, you know? just my just my cops and firefighters. Some people you've actually met that. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, no, yeah. I, I know who they're. But no, you, they are to be taken advantage of, not in an illegal, unethical way. But you are to profit off of them. The, so the last question I'll ask, because I know you're probably tired of talking about this. Yeah. What? So it's at least. So something that at least gets me worried about this is that you still want to maintain a good reputation online. Like, I don't want people to go on there and be like, oh, he like threatened to break my thumbs if I didn't pay him. You know, you didn't threaten to break. No, (laughs) good. Because you know what? That's going to scare away some of the other ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you had a trouble with having too many or or not enough clients? No, you had trouble with too many clients. Too many. All right. Who do you got on your side? On my side, uh, yeah. Who could drum you up new business like that? Well, I don't know who I'm talking to right now. This moment, but I'll bet he could add, he could mention my name and it would happen. Who also knows some other podcasters, which a much larger reach than him, that you could toss three hundred bucks to, like Better Bachelor, and go get yourself a bunch of clients. That's a really good point. I just I won't publicize this, but I mean, I was you got me a kind of a famous client a few weeks ago. And he's a great dude, and I've really enjoyed working with him. So he's far. a cool dude. Yes, yes, I know that cool dude. Yes. 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 All right, but, yeah, dude, come on. Join join the winner's circle here a little bit and get rid of yeah. your deadbeat clients. Yeah. No, that is happening. I just, I'd like to get at least get paid before I get rid of them. I'd like you um, to get, a, get your driver's license back and leave Illinois every once in a while. I still have a driver's license. Um, nonstop Dre for two bucks. My favorite quote. No good deed goes unpunished. That's, you know, that's so true. It, it is. is. 
But here you sit yet. Oh, there was this guy. <laughs> I guess here, here's what I, I just wish. See, you're Mr. Asshole. So you can be as much of a dick as you want. I kind of wish I could because there's this part of me that's worried about my rep getting tarnished online, but no, I'll find a way it, to deal with it. That, my life only got good when I didn't care what people thought ever again about me. Hmm. Like why I went online. Hey, here's what you really need. This transition, you need to transition like that Anakin Skywalker did. The kid yeah. with the mushroom cut hair. Oh, gee, well, it curse Padme. You're a swell gal. To Padme. like, no. You know, <laughs> you need to switch like that because that's then you're responding to the real world. It, it, it's, you know, I know your mom is a wonderful woman. Your dad's a great guy and you, you were brought up right. That does not work now. True. <laughs> does not. No. Gotta be a dick. Gotta be Stop. a dick. Gotta be a dick. Um, well, cool. Thanks. I didn't mean for you to take up all that That's time right. on that. You just get no super chats this time because of the free advice I just gave you. That's fair. We're not getting much anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, all pro Lemonton Z for two bucks. Chad, do you miss your government job at DOJ Tax? You know, there are days that I do. I'm going to be really mm -hmm. upfront about that. There's days that like you're dealing with people who won't pay you, people who never get back to you on time. Some people who are outright hostile when you make it so they can't cheat, you know, mm -hmm. on their returns, you can't even protect them from themselves. Yeah, sometimes I miss working for the government, but it's it's very stale to work for the government. Very stale. Yeah. Yeah. As as opposed to regular accounting in the private sector, which is also so riveting and exciting. <laughs> I'll never do that again. Like no. no more contract jobs. But I, I'll be honest. Yes, I do miss working for DOJ sometimes. Interesting. So, you know what I uh, miss? Uh, what do you miss? Working security oh. with the guys. Oh. Yeah. Well, cargo? No. Uh, no, no. Back in the back in college days, we'd all hop on our bikes and go tear up campus. It was kind of fun. Only during a certain time of year, like when it was warm out. Winter started to suck. Casper, Wyoming, or wherever you live. Um, so Black Pill Ned Stark for two bucks says, yeah, company driver. He was the one who had that earlier question about doing taxes for truck drivers. Right. Um, yeah, because it's coming from here and you're not some random person off of Yelp. Uh, shoot me an email if you want, uh, Ned. You, you can find me, elkincpa.com if you need help. All right, time lapsed. I'm going to pull up something here on the interwebs. Time lapsed for $5. My employers at Amazon are saying in their, quote, inclusivity – awareness month end quote that posting an offensive meme on facebook could get you a talk with hr fired man i hope yeah a friend of ours would never work for amazon <laughs> yeah i um uh, i got a kid he hasn't paid <clears throat> i caught up on asshole consulting yesterday like i got all of them done and then when i got back later uh, last night uh three people had paid i did three more yeah. so i think there's only one but it feels good like you know the emails all truncated down and uh, yeah, I caught up with it, so I was all it, it felt good. good. <clears throat> but um, I will, as much as I may kind of like complain about asshole consulting, I'll never go back. I will never, dude. Me I, neither. If I, I'll go on. I will. I'll live off of you guys. I'll go in the government dole. I'll go work security. I'm never talking to HR or working for a corporate, you know, type of employer. And if they ever say anything like, "Well, you have to watch. You have to take this seminar," I'm like, "No, I don't." I really don't, and I'm not going to. You will fire me, and then I will file a complaint. I will make your life fucking hell. So, I'm spoiled for life, man. I will not work for somebody else. I just won't. Mm -hmm. 
uh, time lapsed for two bucks. I want my job to leave me alone outside of work. You can leave. Um, Go work, guys. Aaron, why do you charge $599? Well, here's another one, guys. How do you get promoted at work, Chad? Or how do you get perks like, no, I don't have to go to that meeting. No, I don't have to come into office. I get to work from home. How? There are two ways you do it. You can do them both at the same time. There are two things. One in particular, though, you need to do to have leverage over your current employer. You grow a, a pair of huge tits and then um, no, make I'm talking for my people. audience. I'm talking for people who have to work for a living. Okay. So, so two things. This is good. I don't really have any answers. Um, to avoid I it. Want some, I want something from my boss before I even walk into that fucking office and start laying down my demands. What do I need to already have in hand? Money. That's why I charge this. Honest to God, I'm so confident now to charge 600 for this. I, I now I, you <laughs> down the road future. once once the market clears out and the the new attendees take this class, maybe I will lower it for you guys. But I don't think you're going to need it, frankly. Uh, but this is this is why because you're a veteran, you should know this. Before I walk in and ask my boss for a raise, what do I need to have in hand? God, um, before you ask for a raise, uh, I'm drawing a blank, man. People, people might have it in the yeah another let me see. job there. Another, another job. Offer. Oh, I see. Another offer. Yeah. Okay. And and the second thing you need before that is preferably a in high demand skill, engineering, oh, yeah. programming, whatever. Okay, then you you avoid all this. And so it's the same thing. Where where the original question go? He, I uh, love his picture. I love his picture because it's in just in, to uh, be left alone outside of work. Right. <laughs> Time lapsed. Do you have another job offer? You don't. Why well, can't solve your problem? Because hmm. you're you're Amazon's bitch now. That's your, this is why. Or here's another thing that you could have. This takes a little time of to develop. And I had this. I used to teach dance classes, finance classes, work security, and was a banker. All right. What do we call those? Uh, we call that multifaceted revenue streams. Multiple income streams. Yeah. So if my boss got lippy, what could I do? You could be like, go fuck yourself. Go um, fuck yourself. <laughs> Les Grossman. You just say, go fuck yourself. That's it. But I can't, just... I can't help you if this is your only game there, time lapse. Yeah, you know. I'm so I can never work for another person. I gotta say it, it just <laughs> isn't gonna happen. Uh, so the next one is uh, Phil Henry. Henry for five euros, a drinking game. Every time Clary says HR or security, take a sip. <laughs> good times, yeah, good times. Um, also educational on many levels. Uh, yeah, because HR, HR. We should man. we should throw in military. If I ever mention the military, no one would be sober. No, we'll be sober at the end. But here, this is why I got to repeat myself because people aren't listening. You know, if if all of a sudden there's a $500 bill due to me and you pay me 500 bucks, maybe not only do you listen, but you actually implement it in your life. Let me ask you this. Would time lapse? You think he'd be willing to pay 600 bucks right now to have another job offer in a situation? Oh, without question. Well, right. I can't. <laughs> yeah, man, I... I this is why I appreciate you you going into this because it kind of not to rub it in, it reminds me that whatever my problems are, I still have it better than like 
trying to work for a boss. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I get, I almost went to anger management classes cause I was getting so pissed off at other stuff. And then I have to stop and sit and realize like, dude, at least I can leave the country. Like here's yeah. the big, I don't have kids. All these people I don't like where the way the country's going. I'm like, well, that's right. I guess you do have to worry because you got three kids. You can't even afford them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least we're smart enough not to be stuck in that situation. And, and you guys are leftists too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you're going to starve. Your 100% white kids are in a predominantly minority neighborhood in a major metro area. <laughs> you're leftist. Oh, oh, oh. That's my situation. No, oh, I don't. You want to talk about enjoying the decline? I don't have to go see a movie. I just have to check in with that family every once in a while. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, every once in a while you got to kind of put things in perspective and realize it's pretty good. So, uh, here, a veteran, Troy. veteran donator, Troy Costalecki. Two bucks. Older brother podcast to get through the work day. Hey, this is. Know. I always like days like this. Did I tell you, Troy, uh, uh, they employed child slave labor at his household? <laughs> he had his kids working for him. Troy owns the slave camp, yes. And he has little little slaves in the form of children. And mm. the, the wife, she's the commandant of the camp. And she made the little girl stir uh, some peach jalapeno jam and raspberry jalapeno jam. And they sent it to me. And you know why it tastes really, really, really good? Like better than any peach jalapeno or raspberry jalapeno jam I've ever had in my life before? They all sound disgusting to me, but I would like to know why they taste so Because good. of child slave labor. That's the key <laughs> ingredient to make it extra tasty. When you enslave your little kids to make some rando on the internet jam. But, oh, it was good. It's good. The raspberry jam was real good. But <laughs> that, that, that hint of, of child slave labor just makes it a little bit better. Just the jalapeno part makes it not sound good to me. But um, Andrew S. for five bucks. Social Security has a calculator to show what I would get if I were deemed disabled. I make 60% of my income. No wonder why people take it. Yeah. Um, Social Security, let's be honest. You're never going to collect it, and neither am I. I think we are. You know why? You think? Who's going to uh, replace the U.S. dollar? Well, I was thinking more. Even if we get it, it's not going to be worth anything. It may not buy us anything, but yeah, I think. Yeah. Dude, did you see how much money we just printed off because of a cough? Yeah. Okay, yeah. two trillion dollars. All right. <laughs> you know the what economist. the? Do you know what the monetary base where money supply was before Obama took over? What it was? Yeah, I guess how many trillions of dollars it was. The monetary base. Good lord! Um, wild ass guess: fifty trillion, hundred. <laughs> No, not fifty trillion. Our GDP is twenty twenty one. No, that, our uh, the monetary base was nine hundred change billion, like nine hundred fifty billion. Do you okay. know what it was when Obama left? God, it definitely had gone into the trillions. Cause Just shy from- of four trillion. You know where it is trillion. now? Yeah. Good lord, ten trillion. Just shy of six. Like oh, I thought it went one. even higher with this. No, shit. no, it didn't. It 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 didn't. It, not yet. Hey, give them time. So we are going to get more Trump bucks, people. It's going to happen any day now, just as a heads yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what will happen to the price of tuition and housing and asset prices. I wonder if they'll go up. And if millennials and Gen Zers will complain about the price of rent and that we need more government money. Damn it. I'm going to find a, a field in South Dakota and build a house. Uh, <laughs> Dre for two bucks. I pay you money because it forces me to apply your wisdom. See, you need to beat people, man. 
I think it's something to do with dominatrix stuff or dominate. You know, like some guys will pay to have a woman spank them with a spanking device, a whip. Yeah. Uh, some They need that, I guess. I don't know. People need well, me to yell at them. It helps. Scott Adams said something interesting the other day. He's like, if you have to charge people so they feel that, you know, it's worth paying for, like yes. they'll take it more seriously if they pay you. They, you absolutely have to charge people. You yeah. absolutely. And again, I'm going into a new market with the seminar thing. Okay. So I haven't promoted it that much. Oh, here, I'll put it. Let me put it in the, if you're interested here, if you want to stop spending more than you make and you want to be able to retire for a living, if you'd like to finally get that part of your, your financial act together, here you go. It's in the chat room, 599. Most of you don't need it there. So, <clears throat> but yeah, it, Chad, would you have paid $600 20 years ago not to go get an MBA and to save yeah. that money instead of throw it into an IRA? Yeah, I needed some courses to get my CPA, but yeah, I would have paid $600. Right, right. And, and would you have taken it seriously if you had to dole out that much blood? Yeah. Right. There yeah. you go. I could be wrong. Maybe no, I'll sign up for it. Don't know. We'll find out next month. No, I think you're going to have some people that sign up for that. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. So, but um, um, who's next? All Pro Lemonton Z, two dollars. Any healthcare company recommendations? Healthcare, like Blue Cross Blue Shield, for like insurance. Healthcare company. I think he wants to know what the good. It's just where I live. It's Blue Cross Blue Shield, Aetna. And there's one more Cigna or something. I don't know many uh, others. We got health partners. I think we get Cigna. I know we got Blue Cross Blue Shield. But I mean, for like to go work for or to like yeah, get that's insurance why from? Or, that's why I'm or confused by the question. Like, what's, Who has the hottest chicks working in their in their offices? I mean, you got to tell us what the, <clears throat> what do you mean by that? Um, Good news. You want some good news? I always I got, want good news. I got to leave here at, in about four minutes. Uh, Israeli youths unearth 1,100-year-old gold coins from Abbasid era. Youths volunteering in an archaeological dig in central Israel find 425 gold coins that had lain buried in a clay jar for 1,100 years. Most of the money dates back to the early Islamic period when the region was part of the Abbasid Caliphate. Coins weighing 30 ounces, which is what? What's the price of gold per ounce now? 5,000? Someone in the chat will tell us. Is that uh, like 150 grand maybe? It would have been worth a huge sum of money when they were buried, enough to buy a luxurious home in one of the caliphate cities. Who owned the cash and why they never returned to it collected is a mystery. The person who buried the treasure 1,100 years ago must have expected to retrieve it and even secured the vessel with a nail so that it would not move the directors of the excavation. Uh, uh, Eli Haddad of the Israel Antiquities Authority said. Uh, so booby-doo, booby-doo, ba-ba-ba, <clears throat> uh, 200 70 small gold cuttings, pieces of diners. Dude, I'd just be happy to find a pot from that era. Um, you know what the kids got to do with the coins? You're muted. I was, mute, I was muted because I was asking Alexa what the price of gold is. Um, <laughs> but what are they going to do? What are the kids going to do? They have to give it to the Israeli Antiquities Authority. Really? Yeah. It's because they, they, that it's known like here, let me just tell you, if you find some lost treasure, I don't care where you are or what the antiquities authority, you shut the fuck up and you take the treasure and you don't tell no one, you don't tell your buddy, you don't tell anyone. 
I think it's the same way in Britain. Like if you find old the uh, Gaelic or uh, Norman burial crap, a sword, you got to tell people. I wouldn't tell a single motherfucking person. You'd be like, nope, don't know where that came from. Hmm. Uh, all right, let's take these super chats and call it a day. Cause I, I think get there's going. just one more here. Uh, oh, no, two more. The competent man for five bucks. Dan Pena reports that when he gave away his seminars for free, no one would follow the advice or do anything. His area is buying a business. That's there you I, go. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. I mean, I won't lie. Also, dude, if I make, you know, let's say I get a thousand, uh, you know, we're talking, is that 600,000? That'd be a lot of money. I was okay. A thousand would be too. Oh, if I got a hundred, that's 60 grand. Right. With the marketing and da, 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 and you know, people, I think I have also found some new material, dude, 60 grand. I could now buy my little plot of land in Croatia. I could have my escape plan. I've got people think I, people think I blow this money on Ferraris and whores and booze. It's like, no, you know, you've seen my taxes. It goes into SEP IRAs and septic tanks. I've got about five full years of living expenses saved, but that's because I don't spend a lot. Right. Um, Time lapsed uh, for $5. I am moving next year to a red state to pursue my studies and be a security guard. The torture won't be permanent, Cappy. Good, good. I'm glad to hear. So, all right, listen, why don't you plug your services, but describe very quickly what you're only going to accept in terms of clients. And then, because you're going to get rid of some clients this upcoming year, maybe next year for the guys who got their shit together here and the gals, Maybe they can hire you next year. So why don't you tell people where they can find you? Okay. You can find me at elkinscpa.com. But let me just say, if you, for instance, are a truck driver and you listen to this show, and so you have some idea about what I'm looking for, I want you to kind of have your shit together. Contact me. Let, let, you know, let me know if there's something I can do. I, you know, lately, dude, I've had people contacting me asking for some free advice. And I always, because I'm going to keep doing this, I always send them back to you. Good. Thank send you. Them to you and say, you got to pay him. Well, you can you can consult them if they're contacting you. Just charge them. That's all I ask. If, if they're through you, I, I can't do it. I got to at okay. least clear it with you because I don't think that's fair. I, I, but they've reached, they're obviously asking you for a reason because you have an expertise that you have the knowledge they seek. Yeah. It's not like you got to pay me commission. So if they reach out to you for an accounting question, fine. Uh, because what ends up happening with the accounting questions, they come back. What do I got to do? Yeah. I do video on them. I got to bring you back on anyway, yeah. you know, because so, I mean, if, if they go to you, don't they? Oh my God. It came through. Aaron Cla- like if a girl said, Chad, I met you by watching Aaron Clary's video. You're going to say, no, you got to go suck Aaron Clary's dick. You can't suck mine. Would you do that? Uh, to be fair, that kind of happened last summer, but you know all yeah, of that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a great guy. It's great to know me. It's great. To know me. <laughs> all right. Where can people find you, Chad? Uh, elkincpa.com. If, if you're a fan of the show, just email me. If it's a good fit, of course, I'll bring you on. If not, I'll tell you and maybe lead you in another direction. Okay. Right. And then, and then for all the younger brothers and sisters out there, here's the books to go by how not to become a millennial learning from mm-hmm. America's largest sociological disaster. Worthless. The young person's indispensable guide to not majoring in stupid shit when you can't go to college on or in person. And August is Reconnaissance Man Month, where you need to go and travel around the United States to figure out where you live. Because, Chad, are realtors' fees expensive? Mm-hmm. Yep. Are financing and refinancing fees expensive? Yep. Can't even write them off. 
if you buy one house and you live in it for the rest of your life because you spent the time to figure out where to belong in the United States and you don't have refinancing costs, what do you think? That's got to be like with realtors, that's got to be at least 60 grand, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Multiple thousand dollars on that Multiple one. Multiple thousand, yep. You refinance two or three times, that's five, six grand a pop. You buy two or three houses, that's 20, 30 grand, maybe even a pop. Oh, yeah, easy, easy. Um, just real quick, Juan saying, Chad, do video requests like Aaron. If you guys send me emails and you want something like that, fine. Um, I still think I still think you should have done the Elkins Hour. I love the Elkins Hour. You could do your own channel called the Elkins Hour. It'd be How great. about this? Before we go, and you can tell mm -hmm. me offline if you want. What if I decided to do an inaugural Elkins Hour? I don't have a lot of subscribers, but I'll, I'll, I'll I'm it. Any, and you can come on in because I'd sounds great. Right. We'll do it. All right, take us out appropriately. Toodles.